show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You've known them to run their mouths about politics. Politics, politics, schmalitics. Well, little did you know, they can run their mouths about other stuff as well. This is the Mark G Show. They have a natural curiosity about just about everything. From aliens, the paranormal, to the biggest natural disasters that have ever occurred on planet Earth, and everything in between. Two brothers from another mother ripping it up. And, oh no, we don't record the show. We have the balls to do it live. Call into the show at 207-370-5852. That's 207-370-5852. Be a part of the show. Let's do it. This is the Mark G Show. And now your hosts... Mark G and Gary G. What is going on? TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, and Kick. What is happening, everybody? Don't worry, I got the phone lines up. I may have forgot them, and I may have not have forgot them. But anyways, listen, we got a uh, we got a show for y'all. I think. <laughs> I really hope we do. Anyways, I got my brother from another mother with me tonight. Gary G. Unfortunately, Zach will not be here. One of his sugar mamas got him locked down tonight. <laughs> but that's all right. We got Gary, y'all. Gary, the man with a plan. Let's go. What's going on, my man? Oh, we're just here doing this. So I heard a noise. Is there already uh, uh, the, the the old standard technical difficulties right off the bat? Well, that noise was I kind when I heard the the uh, intro talk about our phone lines. I was like, oh shit. We kind of need our phone lines for people to call in. So ah. I got the phone lines. The phone lines are open. We're good now. People can call into the show. I, I, I may have or may have not forgotten that. And you're going to want to take that down. Why would you turn on the banner? Why would you like, turn on that banner? I'm just like, clicking on stuff. I, I see that. You already broke, you already broke everything <laughs> once, Gary. Why break it again while we're live? This is what I do. I, I just want I, to make it a little more entertaining I, I, when we're live. Make it entertaining when we're live. I got it. More fuck-ups when we're live. Uh, so we're I, being almost, a- I almost closed the studio right now by mistake. Oh, that would have been freaking phenomenal. Uh, as far as the topic goes tonight, we technically don't really have one tonight. This is going to be more of a bullshit kind of a session, chatting about everything and anything and life in general. But Gary's got one, I guess. He... He started talking to me about, and this is what he does, right? So Gary has this thing where he'll, well, we try to figure out a topic for a podcast and he'll be like, oh, I've got one. And now when I ask him what it is, you know, I want like a quick editor's one paragraph line of what it's for. And Gary will go on a full blown detail. Everything they should be saying here on the show. No, Gary just goes off and does the show without the show. And I have to tell him to shut the fuck up because like, dude, that's the fucking podcast. You say it all now. We're not going to want to talk about it again. So, yeah. That's what that. happened. You do do that quite a bit. Uh, Johnny Walker that. over on TikTok. What about those two alien bodies that the Mexican government showed off? Real or fake? Ooh. Johnny Walker, fake. as much as I want to believe they're real, I'm going to say that I believe those alien bodies are absolutely fake. 
Now the thing is, could they be? Could they be a human? Maybe because I did no. Listen, listen. I was listening to Joe Rogan uh, a couple of nights ago, and they were having a conversation. He had um, that comedian there, that very young comedian that all the females. Oh, hold on one second. My wife is telling me, do you disclaimer? Okay, let me get that out of the way real quick. Um, <laughs> listen, everybody, welcome into our show, The Mark G Show, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, and Kick, as well as TikTok. Everything you hear on the show tonight is the opinions of myself, my brother, and any of the guests that come on to the show. Do the information as you please, but as always, this is for entertainment purposes only. All right, now that we but got we the- are right. <laughs> do your research uh, <laughs> as far as those alien bodies listen i was listening to joe rogan um he was having an interview i think it's matt rife that comedian that young comedian that all the females are like drooling over uh, right now um yeah. so and they were talking about that there's these there's these humans from back in the day that scientists have discovered that's like little three feet men and they were talking about this, and they're legit. They found these guys. So could those remains that were shown off as aliens could have been those little three-foot men? Because that's about the size of those aliens that they're showing, about three feet. So, I mean, is an alien life form? I don't know. I'm going to say, I want to believe that the aliens out there are much bigger than little three-feet Martians. Uh, but who, who are we to fucking know? No and didn't one- it look exactly like E.T. from... It the, did. Show, the movie. It did look like E.T. I mean, fuck. look, I <laughs> want to believe in UFOs and aliens, but that I just can't. I can't buy it. It's, it's hard to believe, right? Because you, you're not can't. physically there, so you can't touch. You can't see it with your own eyes. So it's really one of those things that's hard to believe. You only see what you're being told by TV. Um, and it came from Mexico. What... What can you really believe from the scientists of Mexico? What what good what good science has come out of Mexico? Can anybody tell me that? I would love to know. Has there been any good like science discoveries that have come out of Mexico? I'm sure there have been. But you can't think of any on top of your head. Uh there's a guy that I follow who's a science guy and he's he's in Mexico. Okay. I follow him on YouTube. You follow him, but what is he? What has he discovered? What he's like an astrophysics guy. So he's like he's well educated. He's got a degree. He talks about all the the latest articles and news and updates and stuff like that. So he's, I don't think he's old enough to be like discovering shit, but he's very well educated, and um, and he's from Mexico. Have you asked him about the aliens? I follow him on YouTube. I don't talk to him personally. There's comment sections on YouTube's. I know, hey, but I don't. What I don't are your thoughts good. on these alien bodies that your government? I'm sure has he'll about? have a video. I'm sure he'll put up a video. So you're one of these guys that just wait to see a video instead of like asking questions. Like, isn't it worth to ask questions if you follow the person and and you got it quite an intriguing thing? Wouldn't you just ask them the question? And be like, hey, what do you? I would ask somebody, but I wouldn't ask him. Why? I just don't want to ask him. I don't think he's an authority on the subject. But he would have an opinion. It's his own government. Why yeah, would yeah. you? I mean, it's worth to ask him. Fuck it. Send me his deeds and I'll ask him. I just, you must not have the kahunas to ask him. Your kahunas must be deflated. Yeah, they're deflated. They are. Super deflated. 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 They're tiny. They're like raisins. Yeah, like they're the like, fucking. They like, were <laughs> grapes at one point in time. Now they're just little shriveled up raisins. Yeah, deflated like the freaking Patriots. <laughs> 
<laughs> they haven't won yet this season, right? From what I, I hear. I don't know. So I don't even watch sports. Yeah. So yeah. I just love to talk trash about sports to anybody who watches sports. I don't watch football anymore. So you can talk shit about Pats all you want. No, you don't watch football. Is there a reason behind it or just gave up on it? Uh, I follow CrossFit, skateboarding. Like those are the sports that I'll follow. But starting that, to get a little more into Is that sports though? CrossFit's what? not really a sport though. CrossFit is a sport. How is CrossFit a sport? You just how is it a sport? I don't CrossFit see how. is a sport. It's, it's a, a workout. sport based on no 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 no. Yeah. No. CrossFit is a sport. How? Is there is there monthly is there weekly games on CrossFit? Do you see people competing? They weekly do have competitions CrossFit? often, quite often. There's competitions. There. And, and is yeah. it rated by sports? Hold on. Now mm. you're gonna have me Google this. Yeah, CrossFit uh, is a sport, bro. Uh, I'm about ready to look. Is CrossFit, yeah. hold on, is CrossFit considered a sport? I want to look this up because I, I have a hard time believing that CrossFit would be a sport. And since when was CrossFit equipment and gear? CrossFit Wikipedia. Okay, here we go. CrossFit uh, is a branded fitness regimen that involves constantly very functional movements performed high intensity. The method was developed by Greg Glassman, who found a CrossFit with Lauren. Jedi in 2000, a CrossFit is registered trademark. The company forms what has been described as the biggest fitness chain in the world with around 12,000 affiliated gyms in over 150 countries as of 2022, under half of which are located in the United States. CrossFit is promoted as both a physical exercise philosophy and a competitive fitness sport. All right. Touche. Touche. I did not yeah, think it was. Sport. I did yeah. not think it was. There's athletes. There's sponsors. God, are, yeah. you, are you sponsored? Yeah. Hell no. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I'm old. I, mean, I got bad so, knees. I got bad shoulders, bro. I'm beat up. So because you're old doesn't mean that you, you can't get sponsored. I'm pretty sure in a sport that is around fitness, if you're not like an elite fitness athlete, it's very hard to get sponsored. Well, that's horrible. You should do something about that. <laughs> 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 Come on, Gary. Get something hey, done for I that. Show Let's up, go. Bro. I show up. That's more than you could, could say that you do. So Yeah, no, it's definitely more than me. <laughs> I ain't got fucking time for CrossFit. <laughs> Everybody's got 45 minutes in a day. Never. Never. Who's got 45 minutes in a day? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> if y'all know, I'm just I'm just having fun here, giving Gary shit. Uh, what was the other thing we were talking about? You said CrossFit. What was the other thing you said? Skateboarding. Oh, okay. So skateboarding's not a sport, though. Okay. It, it was only in the Olympics. Definitely not a sport. Skateboarding was in the Olympics? How out of date are you, Mark? May, may, apparently, I'm fucking way out of date if skateboarding's a sport. I just thought it was, you know, everybody's down at bitch. Yeah! <laughs> Listen, I... I also didn't know skateboarding was a sport, man. I, I knew that they had competitions and shit like that. I mean, you have Tony Hawk and stuff like that. I mean, Tony Hawk's probably about the only skateboarder I know other than you. Um, but yeah, man, I didn't realize skateboarding was a sport. I thought there were a bunch of lawbreakers that skate in schools and cause mayhem. I mean, that happens also. But professional football players, professional soccer players, they all do the same shit. Well, no, they just, they party. They don't yeah, like, and they break the law. No, come on. 
Bunch there are Google angels. that too. Google there are professional angels. football player breaks law. <laughs> See what Google pops up on that one for you. Oh man. Well, Johnny Walker <laughs> down TikTok says skateboarding is a sport. Tony Hawk, Bama Jera, prove that LOL. Uh KC, the topic tonight is actually we're just shooting the shit tonight. I did not have any time to really come up with a topic throughout this week. I, I, I suffered quite a bit all week long being sick and working, so I didn't do too much anything on my computer this week. Uh, so I didn't really have too much brainstorming on a topic. So we're just kind of shooting the shit, talking about whatever pops up. Uh, Gary has uh, a topic that he wants to bring up a little bit about artificial intelligence and art um, that from something that he read. And he wanted to bring that up as far as I know. Uh, so we're going to discuss a little bit about that and you know, have our cross and paths on that. So if anybody wants to join in on the podcast, feel free. Uh, you can request a box. Just ask that you mute your mic and you want to say something, jump in at that point, just so we don't cross paths with our voice. But uh, yeah, Gary, what do you got in regards to this whole AI art thing? Because it is art, regardless of what anybody says. It is art. It's generated art, but it is art. Well, so. like, so as I was saying yes. before you cut me off, oh, before, before I, we were on the podcast. Yeah, see, well, because it was supposed to be for the podcast, Gary, right, not right. just a personal so phone I call. So I don't think we cross paths on this. It's just I hold two opposing views on it, and I think that's hard for most people to do. So is AI-generated art actually, like, art, right? And the answer is definitely yes and no. That's the thing that I think is confusing about it because art in the sense of like what people do for art is like it's inspired by something, you know, it has a purpose or a point. Um, it requires creativity, um, you know, and there's different mediums, whether you're a photographer, you're drawing on paper, you're painting on canvas, you're dancing. Like there's a lot of things that, you know, require imagination. Uh, you have to express yourself. It's individuality, like ingenuity. There's a lot of things that go into creating art. Um, and so is AI generated art art? I mean, it is, but it doesn't have like the authenticity that I think art has so if you have some created by a person but if you have somebody because artificial intelligence art ai art is you have to put a descriptive in there right what if you have yeah. somebody that puts like a freaking five paragraph description in to get that one image to get there it, they put time they put passion into the getting that into that um description in order to get that image printed i i'd beg to differ Right, the prompt, right? Like right, there's a the person prompt. that has to come up with the prompt. Right, exactly. Right? And and you're right. And that's why I say it is and it isn't because like I've I've I am using mid-journey and creating AI art all day and I'm having a fucking blast with it. And I've done prompts that are literally one word. I've used ChatGPT to create my prompts and I've used you know, just deduction of certain types of breakdowns to create images um, within a certain theme or within a certain topic. And depending on the description, it'll alter how the image comes out. So it does require some sort of forethought in the prompt, but just like Johnny Walker is here saying is that it's, it lacks the whole meaning, the emotional expression, the connection, like it doesn't have the authenticity 
that I think a, a painting created on canvas from a person has. I think it just, it, there's differences in the intent. I think there's differences in, um, in the authenticity of it. I agree with that to some extent, because there's some art out there that just shouldn't even be art that was created by people. Dude, a blank canvas, or they just paint it white or red, and they go, this is whatever, right? or they or throw paint at it, they throw and paint. it's abstract. Yeah. I think that's yeah. money laundering art, to be honest with you. That type of art I call money laundering art. So, I mean, if you, so if you think about it like this, so you go back to the Renaissance, right? Like when right. they were chiseling marble or when they were doing these like fucking amazing oil paintings, like that was pure imagination, pure talent, just raw art. And then you look at these morons, what I consider today morons, they're, they're, they got their degree from some accredited university and they do this like abstract art where it's like one line down a canvas and they call it something because of all of these bullshit words that they want to use to describe it. Like, right. And everything in between, right? Like the throwing paint or whatever. So it's like, what is art truly? But I think it comes down to like the intent, the authenticity of the art. So it's like art in itself is already a, uh, spectrum, right? Like the, what qualifies as art is already hard enough to try to describe, but AI art, I think is kind of, it's dope. I like it. I, I use it every single day to play with. And I think it's really, really fun and really exciting, but you know, I see humans who can paint really well on canvas and I consider what they do art more so than what the AI creates. All right. I mean, I'll agree to that then. Um, I mean, but AI is definitely changing the way I think we're doing things now these days, not just with art, though. AI is changing the way for people's on creating businesses. AI is changing the way people are writing articles. Um, and I think once they figure out how to make chat GPT more local versus three years in the past. Yep. I think AI, uh, chat GPT and AI is going to be a freaking monster to be messed with. You know, chat GPT has a, an image creating. Yeah. It's Dolly. Now. Yeah. Dolly. Yeah. They've had yeah. Dolly. Dolly's been around, but it hasn't been as big as mid journey, but they're upgrading right. it. There's supposed to be an upgrade. Um, I think it couple, just came out. Did I it think just, it, I just got a notification. Yeah. yeah. Photoshop has its own AI generating capabilities now. So yeah. it's out there. It like is. It's, and there's a lot of businesses that are starting to do it, like a lot of print on demand and stuff like that, that are now having AI generated stuff right in their stuff. And we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. Could literally take over writer's jobs and writer's strike is a great topic to talk about too. Yeah, Johnny Walker, I don't really have any people that I know that do writing or I'd love to invite them on the show because I would love to talk about how that does it. But then again, let's talk about writing for a minute. If we're talking about the true feeling of... AI art that it takes to go into art. Isn't there a, there's a, a true feeling of someone who goes in and writes a sitcom or who writes an emotional movie. Can an AI truly do that and give it the right emotion that a person can that writes it? Or does it really boil down? I, I mean, they could because it does really boil down to your actors and your actresses as well. So if they can play that emotion off to make you feel it, then yeah, the AI could possibly steal 
the jobs of these writers. And I get why they're striking on that one. Um, Hold on a minute here. Sorry, continue your thought. I'm sorry. No, no, go for it. You just threw me So you're saying that the chat GPT is stealing the job of the writers for their creativity, but to use something like MidJourney to create images doesn't take away from... Oh no! I, I say it does. Oh, okay. It does. No, okay. I, I never. Okay. I never okay. said it did right. it. It definitely takes okay. away from right. graphic designers as well. I mean, if you look at here, we go. Here's an example. <laughs> Here's an example of AI in the works, right? So we all know. I posted on TikTok. I posted on my personal Facebook page. I'm starting up a new company, right? I'm starting up a, uh, a candle making company, and I'm building it from the ground up. And my doing it in my house. I used the AI literally to help me get a funny, unique business name, which it came up with midlife crisis, uh, midlife wax crisis. That's what the AI came up with. Great. All right. So I got a business name. I got a concept all built by the AI. Um, I then asked it obviously to give me some product names. that would be eye catching and stuff like that to help me out with, you know, that'd be intriguing and funny. It came up with that. And yeah, I did use the AI to generate my logo as well. So Typically, you'd pay someone for a logo anywhere from the range of fifty dollars to five or six hundred dollars to make a logo or for up. you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the AI could definitely start taking away a lot of jobs, uh, and it's not just the industries we're talking about. This is what we're seeing now. Once AI progresses, what else can AI take over? I mean, is AI kind of already taking over the phone lines, answering services, and stuff like that when you call in? Um, most definitely there's a lot of artificial intelligent answering services out there as it is now. Uh, where can we say AI progress? Could it progress in the stores eventually? We already got self checkouts. What else can AI do in the stores that a human can do, but eventually AI could take over. Could you have a little artificial intelligent robot stock in shelves? I mean, that'll happen soon. You think that'll happen that'll soon? Be yeah, I think something like the Tesla bots, I think that's that's one element that they will be doing. I think they'll be fully autonomous little individual bots and they'll get a schematic or they'll get a program at the beginning of the day and then they'll go out and they have a certain capacity for how much weight they can move. They know how to look at a shelf and know what pro product has to go somewhere. They can just read the barcodes right. to put them wherever it goes. But I also have a question going back really quick. Sure. So do you think AI is stealing the jobs of these graphic designers? Um, or do you think it's making, so like we'll even go back a little, another layer here. So okay. they're saying that there's, we're going to be in an age of abundance, right? Like we're heading towards an age of abundance where anything you could ever want is going to be there. Right. Right. So is the is the creation of your business by uh, assisting by getting the assist of AI to right. help you come up with the name and the logo and some of the taglines and stuff? Does that take away from somebody, or does that allow somebody to enter into a, a workforce or a, like a, an opportunity that they may have otherwise not been able to do? So, like, does that make sense? Like, 
you may not have come up with the name or the taglines or the fragrance names or whatever it is without the help of AI. Right. Hence, you wouldn't have started your your next project. Right. Right. And so there's a lot of kids out there or a lot of entrepreneurs who they, they kind of like they're on the cusp of knowing what to do. They might not understand like the verbiage. They might not understand certain things. So with the aid of AI, they can then start a business and they can then provide potentially for their family. Right. No, do it. Do I say, yeah, the AI definitely has that assist and it does help that push. Do do I, I don't, I will be the first one to say that. I don't think AI is a bad thing. Uh, my, my, and maybe eventually down the road, even though the person used AI to generate and everything, and get going for their business. That's not to say that a year or two down the road, once their business is doing good and they're making that income that they don't turn around and then pay the legit artists. They listen, Bingo. I want to rebrand. I want to bring my logo more of a pop. Here's how much would it cost to redo my logo? So does it do it that way? Yeah, that's definitely one way to look at and how the AI can help assist on someone who typically can't afford the upfront cost to get a business going with all the high costs uh, that it takes to generate a logo and a brand and stuff like that. And then eventually have it turn around later on down the road. Then yeah. It's a double-edged sword though, right? Like it's, it's like, uh, like Kaylin is saying, it's got pros and cons. And I think most everything that exists nowadays has pros and cons, right? It does. Like freedom has pros and cons. Right. Without getting political here. But, <laughs> but that's it's just like that's what it is right so it's like the whole art thing the whole ai thing is a it's a really interesting phenomenon that we're experiencing right now i think it is i think it's kind of exciting to see what the next five years are gonna do yeah it is and it's scary i mean look at these vehicles right now we got taxi services out in los angeles now self-driven cars these are taxis at pulte house there's not a single person in the driver's seat vegas, managing yeah. it in vegas yeah and it's picking up people bringing them around you've got Domino's also testing out um driverless friggin vehicles delivering people's pizza you walk up to the car after it arrives you do it you enter a pin number and get your food hot and ready um it's some scary shit man I just saw a thing about drones that'll be doing deliveries. Yes, they're already doing that, though. There are drones that are already doing that. Amazon's already got test pilots out with that. And if you live in a certain area, there's Amazon drones that literally fly out and deliver your packages to you by drone. That's fucking crazy. Right? Uh, Let's see. Kaylin down here says, my mama said that she would have never imagined some of the things that have advanced since she was a kid. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely crazy. I mean, if you look at the time from the era that we were born, when we can kind of remember a lot of stuff being cool, probably what in the '90s when we're about ten. Yeah, and and you're looking around to what we had in the '90s to what we have now is absolutely insane. I mean, look at it when when we were born in the '80s to the '90s. Obviously, wasn't too much. Yeah, I would say about '86 and up. At the time we were six years old. At that point, we had nothing. We didn't have video games. We didn't have nothing like that. So our parents, we'd wake up. What our parents do is say, okay, eat your cereal, watch your morning cartoons on the weekend. Once your cartoons are over with, you're out that door. Don't come back. Well, until the sun's coming down and uh, have fun. And yeah. once in a while, you get five bucks from that parent to make sure you have a little food in your belly. Five bucks, dude, you could buy a shit ton of stuff for five back, bucks. Back yeah. in the day. 
Back in the day, yeah, you could buy. Sh- and then if you were somewhat poor back in the day too, you had these paper food stamps. You didn't have like the whole EBT card back, and you had these little brown little car, little paper money thing, Monopoly money, yeah, Monopoly. shit. <laughs> but mind you, when we were kids and we and we had our nicotine back in the day, it was like what fifty cents for a pack or whatever, or a dollar for a pack of smokes. And one of the things we would do is I remember my mom would give me her food stamps. So I'd say, here you go. This is what you got to get you through the day. And I'd go to the corner store and I'd walk in, buy a 25-cent pack of gum or whatever, walk out, come back about 20 minutes later, buy some more gum, rack up enough, and then go in with a fake note from my mother saying, here we go. She wants me to buy her a pack of butts. <laughs> I'd walk out with cigarettes. <laughs> oh, man. The days when we were kids, we could get away with a lot of stuff when we were kids, back from what they can do now. Which yeah, is which is sad. Times, it is different, different times, time. but I miss some of that times. I think we should go back to some of that. To be honest with you, I think kids are missing some of that stuff. I think for sure. I mean, as parents, as I, I will admit, I'm quite tough, and I kind of hover a little bit. I, I gotta admit that I look at the way we were raised. Our parents just kicked us out, man. They didn't know where we were at all day long. They didn't have cell phones back then. They had no way to get a hold no of pagers. us. pagers. Yeah. Except for when I lived down in Cali. We did have pagers then. Yeah, but we were teenagers. We were teenagers. That. that is true. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. No, it's it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Yeah. So, I it's... Uh, I mean, if you just look at this podcast, just this alone, at, 20 right? years ago, never would have been... Uh, a thought like we're on the phones live, right? And then we have these little green screens behind us on the phone. But if you're on YouTube or Facebook or any of the other things, these green screens are actually other images. There's a whole software that's controlling this whole thing. Like, right? The technology is pretty unique nowadays. It is it's, absolutely. It's, uh, just imagine when AI gets more involved in this when the that would be amazing when ai can start uh taking or helping assisting with live video production i think that'd be fucking amazing like if you just say a certain keyword to trigger the effect of the ai and you're talking about a subject and all of a sudden your green screen changes to whatever that subject you're talking about oh my god dude that would be like joe rogan has jesse hey or uh, Jamie, 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 pull that yeah. up, right? And then Jamie fucking goes on the web and he pulls up and then he can pull up like, we could say, hey, AI, pull up the definition of what is art, what is creativity, and is AI really art? Right. And then it'll pull it up and then it'll split the screen accordingly and then it'll show these articles and it's like, that's a producer. That's a full-on producer, right? Right, that'd be absolutely fucking amazing. Right. So <laughs> whoever's a developer out there, get on that shit. Right. That, it's that not would be, already in the works. Oh my God. Do you imagine how podcasts would be so more like, as it is right now, podcasts, a lot of video and audio podcasts are taking over for a lot of people's sources as far as entertainment. It's just like TikTok. Uh, if you're looking over at like TikTok, YouTube and stuff like that, TV is trying so hard to fight with all of these, uh, Amanda says, and you just took someone's job, LOL. <laughs> but now that producer can be a, a host of his own podcast. Right? Yeah, he could be. Uh, it was a, Kalen says, 
Hold on one second here. I'm going through. Uh, Kayla says, I read somewhere that they just made the first smart home where everything is automated. I think that's already been around, Kaylin. I think the smart home where everything's been fully automated has been around for a while. Yeah, but now think back to when we were kids and we were watching shows like The Jetsons. Oh, my God. The Jetsons were badass. Right? Like, you have that robotic maid that runs around and cooks and cleans and food is ready for you when you get home. It's like both people, like, it's just like that's a fully autonomous house. Like, you have right. a robotic maid, which, again, could be the adjunct of uh, the Tesla bot and getting that tapped into the web with an AI that's running it and you give it commands and prompts to, you know, do tasks throughout the day, walk right. the dogs, clean the fucking laundry, do the, I mean, I'd be honest with you. I would absolutely fucking love that. As you imagine working all day and all night and you come home and robot tells you and your wife, hello, dinner's ready. Your favorite Yeah, it meal. knows when you're getting in the car. It knows yeah. you're going to be home in 37 minutes. <laughs> right. Right? So it's like, oh, it's going to take 32 minutes for this to get ready. Give it five minutes to cool down. Dude, you as never. As soon as you walk in. Dude, you she... never have to argue with your better half on what's for dinner. Like, fuck yeah. Where is the robot to cook my fucking meals? I mean, seriously. What's Let's one of the what biggest. Sally bot comes up. Right? right? <laughs> what is one of the biggest dinner, biggest arguments you typically have with your better half almost every single day? It's that what's for dinner? What are we cooking? What are we having? What are we calling out at tonight? Fuck yeah. that. The robot's got it all taken care of for us. Uh, Kaylin, I guess if you don't like it, you got snacks in the cupboard. But the, man, the wife just says, nope, it's going to make us even lazier. Or it'll allow you to focus on things that are more important, like just raising the kids, getting out, going to the park, being being more present, not having to work as much. You know, maybe you can buy a Tesla bot and have it do what you guys do instead of you doing it. Right? Was it uh, Johnny Walker says we got Roombas that little? Yeah, but a Roomba only cleans the floor. Johnny Walker, it doesn't do like you're dusting and you're blinds. It doesn't do. Uh, but you have like a dishwasher. That. Does that make you more lazy? No. You have a you have a hot water dispenser instead of having to like fill the teapot and put it on your stove and wait twelve minutes for it to boil. It's already hot. That is. Does true. that make you more lazy? Right. You have a you have a washing machine. Seventy five hundred years ago, you had to wash your fucking laundry by Dude, hand. My mom. Does that make? You more lazy. My mommy had one of these washing machines for years. I don't. I like can't remember when she got rid of. Like no, well it was one of these ones, and what it did was it would wash and spin for the clothes, but then on top it had a ringer where you have to literally take it close out of the washing machine, stick it on here, and it literally rolls through to wring the freaking clothes out. Like right. it didn't do a fast spin. You know how washing machines yeah. now do it. Yeah, no, hers actually. You had to lift up the clothes, stick it in this thing, and it would fucking wring out the clothes. Gnarly, right? Right. Uh, so, like, every every decade, there's something that ago. makes our life more convenient. Right. Now, it is, but at the same time, you, you got to have a little bit of less convenience. So you can't have everything convenient. I kind of get what the wife is saying. You can't have totally. Everything I agree. I'm agreeing with her. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. But at the right. same time, it's like, this is the, the way of the world. Like, this is just what's going to happen. It's happening now. And 
we as a species are going to have to figure out how to uh, how to adjust. Right. I don't know if the Jetsons showed us a glimpse of everything, Vicky, but I can tell you the Simpsons Jeff definitely showed us a glimpse of everything <laughs> that we're going to see in the future. <laughs> I'm just saying, and the Jetsons, yeah, they kind of gave us a, an idea, but if you want to talk about what's coming to the future, it's all about the Simpsons, man. The Simpsons are 100%, in fact, fucking fortune tellers, man. You want to talk about fortune tellers, it's definitely the Simpsons. Watch the Simpsons, and you're going to know what's going to happen in a few years down the road. Just watch the Simpsons. That's all you got to do. Well, you've apparently watched the Simpsons, so what's going to happen? I don't know. I haven't seen The Simpsons in a very long oh, time, but I'm just saying, okay. like, I, I've seen some of the clips. Definitely don't want to become the people in Wally. Oh, come on, Johnny Walkie. Oh, what? Screw oh. Wally. What's the other movie out there where the robots take over? What about Terminator? Isn't no, Terminator I think, another? I think he, is he is he talking about the the Wally with the people? Is that Wally when the people are just on the little chairs and drinking their Slurpees? Yeah, I think that that's Wally, Wally, and yeah. everyone's just like super obese and like. <laughs> TV right. shows and all that shit. Or yeah. McFiddle says oh. iRobot, right? iRobot, oh, Terminator. Goddamn. That's like, I am a fan of like what Tesla is doing, but holy shit, iRobot is that. That, that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's my, it's like, I don't know. iRobot is one of my favorite movies. Could you imagine uh, living in a world like that? Again, it'd be ultra convenient, but it's terrifying at the same time. How like would it? The, the iRobot wasn't he pretty much by himself at that point though? Like he was one of the only few survivors. So how would that be ultra convenient? No, iRobot is when all every household has a robotic maid, and like he sees a robot murder somebody, and they're like, "Well, it's not. It's built into the robot that they don't do that. They don't argue with people. They don't do these things." I was, and he's like, "I saw it happen." You're thinking of I Am Legend, I think. Oh, maybe that's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of, I yeah. Am Legend. All so, right. no, iRobot is when he starts calling out the programmers for the robots, and then all of the robots turn on. See, if you watched movies more than once, Mark, you would, you would, you would <laughs> oh, be able to get Oh, this. you want to pull that? Okay, gotcha. Go I ahead. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, you just want to put that plug in there. I right, got you. More than one time, you might, uh, you might get it. But, uh, yeah, iRobot, if you haven't seen it, watch it. If you've seen it, watch it again. Mick Fiddle, not the movie Wait. thing. Yeah, so let's not start the movie thing again. Thank God Zach's melting in here tonight. I totally thought that after it's not coming up last week, we were done with it, right? I thought so too, Mick no, Fiddle. It's going to be a running theme for the yeah. rest of the existence of this show. God damn it. Johnny yep. Walker, there's also a bicentennial man. Is there a point where AI is too advanced? Very true. Uh, there has to be a point that AI is going to be too advanced, right? There has to be a point that where we have to sit there and say, okay, no, we cannot do this. That's like, for instance, Kaylin saying robots now doing surgeries. Should that legitimately happen? We've talked about that before on our podcast um, where, yeah, someone's remotely say someone in freaking California is doing a person's surgery in Maine by using robotic hands and so forth and using the power. I mean, to me, I'd much rather have a doctor with their bare hands inside my freaking stomach or on my heart doing surgery versus knowing that somebody's freaking 3,000 miles away performing surgery on me. I don't like the fact of having surgery done because who's, like we talked about before, who's responsible if they fuck up? That surgeon in California is slicing open your chest and they're going in and they're doing surgery in your heart. Oops, 
system malfunctions, laser beam slices an artery in your heart. Next thing you know, you're dead. Your family's crying because you died and bled out on a table. Who the fuck do they go for? Do they go after? Is it the, the software surgeon? developer, right? Like, so is it the software developer? Is it the manufacturer of the part that friggin' failed? Is it the doctor who's three thousand miles away? Is it the hospital where you had the surgery? Is it the is nurses? It the that, right? Is it the internet provider? Is it the nurses? Like, who do you sue if that happens? I mean, who do you sue if a doctor kills you now? Anyways, you, you go after you have the doctor. To sign a consent form saying that if you die, it's not right. Like, right. that's already a thing. Like, you can't. It's hard to even sue a doctor now, alone as it is. But and that's why doctors adding have insurance. Seventy-four different layers right. of technology on top of that, it's going to be damn near impossible. Right. I still think if a doctor screws up hard enough, they can be sued. Um, and that's why the doctors have to oh, get totally, their own, right. Totally. They that's have to get their you own can insurance. Do it. It's yeah. more difficult though. It but, is more difficult. Yeah. But they have, that's why they have their insurance. So in case they do get sued, their insurance covers the lawsuit. But yeah, that, 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 who do you sue? Like, uh, Walker was saying down there, if they lose Wi-Fi, oh shit. There goes that surgery. The freaking mechanical yeah. arm is stuck in that person's chest. Yeah. Legitimately dealing and then with it's like, how do you prove? So this component in the machine failed. Why? Then you start going after, was it the guy that did the weld or was it the robot that did the weld? Was it like where, what caused the fail? It's like those types of like legal disputes would never end, right? No, it'd like go on You'd be forever. like a third generation grandson. You either get awarded or you get a letter in the mail saying that. It'd be a huge blame party, right? Because one party's so going to sit there and say, we're going after that party. And it's just going to keep being a blame chain until eventually... Either the lawsuit's never going to happen because the person that's doing the suing saying, yeah, fuck this shit, I'm done. It's cost me more money trying to sue them than what I'll actually get out of the freaking lawsuit so they fall out. Yeah. Um, hold on, we got a couple of comments down here on TikTok. I want to just see what they're saying. Jess over on TikTok said, uh, she legitimately dealing with suing a doctor right now. Missed what I came into. Um, shit. Let's see. We got McFiddle D. Diddle. It should be hard to sue people. It should require a legit case and it's not a petition. It's not just petitioner stupidity. Agreed. Soon we will have robots making robots. That is true. I think that's already happening, Blake. Until that's the person yeah. who's suing runs out of money and gives up. Out of his scope, it took two hours to get different doctor. Oh, damn. I think Kaylin yeah. had a previous conversation. But yeah, so like, I agree. There is a lot of stupid lawsuits, right? Like the person who buys their hot coffee from McDonald's and pulls out and they hit a bump uh. and oh. I spilt hot coffee on my lap. I'm traumatized for life. Oh my God, I gotta sue. Those type of people piss me off. Like you're the gorilla the, glue person? Yeah. Oh, the gorilla glue. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Put the gorilla glue in her hair and then she sued because it didn't say on the package that gorilla glue wasn't used as a hair product. Right. I mean, like, ugh. right. But McFiddle, she may have had third degree burns, but listen. When I, when I used to drink coffee at a coffee shop, I know when I got that coffee, I knew that coffee was going to be piping fucking hot. And I knew that if I dumped it on my shit, it was going to hurt. Yep. So I always made sure that it was off there. Um, the machine malfunction. No, they, see, she ain't the only one that sued McDonald's. I think McDonald's has been sued multiple times for hot coffee. Someone sued McDonald's for the hot coffee. And then someone sued McDonald's for... Chicken nugget too. I can't remember the chicken nugget story. Can I sue them for their uh, milkshake machine being broken? That's what I'm saying. I mean, if people are going to sue for stupid shit, if I go into McDonald's and I, I ask for 
you know, that new peanut butter freaking shake that they have? Because that sounds fucking tasty and I've been dying to try it. <laughs> and they tell me their shake machines down. I feel like that's going to traumatize me for life. Like, I feel like I'm going to have PTSD from that shake machine Emotional being broken. Distress, but majorly, yeah. man. So if anybody can sue for I feel like I should be able to sue them for that. Should sue them. And I'm going to want a lifetime. And they better make sure that machine's fixed because if not, they're going to be fined $5,000 every time that machine's broken down. I mean, they're going to have to pay me right there at the window. Take it out <laughs> of the till. Uh, let's see. <laughs> It's not uh, down. They just cleaned it early. Yeah, right? right. Our local hospital has a huge lawsuit going on right now for some crazy stuff with the robots. Kaylin's saying yeah. that on TikTok. The shake machine isn't down. They just cleaned. Oh, yeah, the the whole the whole robot assisted surgery thing is like. I just had both of my knees operated on, and um, I'm not, I might on my next follow up. I'm going to ask if there was any robot assistance in there. I'm just kind of curious. I mean, I will I admit that, that I now. did have robot. When I had my gallbladder taken out, I did have a robot, I guess, doing that. The doctor was there, okay. though. The doctor was personally in the room, so he's physically able to see the machine. So I'm guessing if it malfunctioned, he was there because it was three prongs that went into my stomach. It was one prong that went in with a camera so they could see what's mm -hmm. going inside of my stomach. And then there was two arms that went in through other holes and they did the work and they had to cut my gallbladder out and then they put in something else to suction the gallbladder out with a freaking vacuum. So that, that was kind of done with robotic arms. Yeah. But the doctor was physically there. But if we want to talk about robots when a doctor is 3,000 miles away or even say 20,000 miles away because you got a doctor, I don't know, in freaking Germany doing surgery on somebody here in America because that German doctor Dude, two miles down the road. It doesn't matter. If they're not in the room, that's terrifying. Right. By law, they're supposed to tell you, Caitlin says. If oh, you had a robot. Well, then, I mean, I didn't, I mean... I don't know. My wife says that's why oh, she did say something. That's why all the coffee cups say caution hot. That is true. Yeah. Could, I think that was a big lawsuit. I don't think at one point coffee cups did not say caution hot on them. Kind of weird, but it is. I get absolutely. It. It's just like everything now says choke hazard. Everything is a choke hazard. Everything's absolute. But when you got plastic now, it says choke hazard. There's a lot of stuff that's came out from lawsuits, right? Yeah, it's like cigarettes now have labels on them with a Surgeon General warning on. They never used to have that. That came after the big lawsuit. Oh boy, don't get me in on this thing though. But that was why they had the big lawsuit, and now every state and the federal government make money off of every pack of smokes that are sold. Um, the state and federal get checks of that. And if you really want me, without going too political, but to kind of explain to people why maybe they're coming after, you know, your, this stuff right here on y'all is, and for those who are listening, I'm holding up a bottle of vape juice. Why they're coming after this so hard is there's not a lawsuit that the state and federal's making off of that. They tax the hell out of it. They tax it higher than the normal tobacco um, tobacco tax prices. But it's only because they're not getting a cut like they are with the toba big tobacco companies. The big tobacco companies lost the lawsuit and they have to get a percentage from a uh, percentage of their money go out to federal and state versus they, they do not. So that's another thing why it pisses them off and why they attack that, which is interesting, right? Because if they're not getting their money, that makes them angry. And that goes for any Because they need more taxes. Oh, of course. Because they don't get enough taxes right now. Right. 
But the thing is, though, the, the, the money they're getting off from the tobacco products is not even, um, what's that OG coin? Cigarette smoking could cause cancer or surgery. Yeah, and coin magic, anything cause cancer. The the Probably the fake sugar and the water that I drink can cause cancer. Stepping outside, breathing the air that's around me can cause cancer. Talking on my cell phone daily can cause cancer. Eating certain foods can cause cancer. Like anything can cause cancer. It really can. So the Surgeon General warning was actually a lawsuit that brought on the Surgeon General warning. Um, it was a whole thing. Our food legit, everything. Yes, yeah, Steph agreed. Uh, but no, my biggest thing is the government's coming after. Here. Going a little political for right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going a little political. Remember, entertainment purposes only. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little political here because we just kind of talked about it. Um, yes, yeah, warning of smokes. Right, that's fine. It was also part of a lawsuit, Coin Magic. And the only reason why I'm talking about that is here's a funny thing, right? So, what was it 20, 30 years ago? We didn't know as much about for big tobacco as we do now, right? We didn't know what big tobacco could do because. Hell, they did it in the hospital. They're giving birth to babies with a doctor with a smoke hanging out of his mouth but while a lady's pushing a baby out, right? They're doing C-sections with friggin' cigarette ashes. Oh, my phone number. We're smoking a cigarette, doing a C-section, and ashes just falling in the friggin' person's stomach, right? They didn't know back then. They know what cigarettes cause now. They know a big tobacco. Yeah, it's school teacher smoking. Um, they know now. So obviously they put the warnings. So the same thing is going with this. When these are coming out, they're scared about it. But the problem is they're attacking this stuff. And they're attacking this stuff, saying it's deadly for you when they don't really know. They don't. They can't, they can't tell you they know because they absolutely fucking don't. In the UK, they're opening up shops with these inside of them in the UK as a smoking secession. There's uh, five hospitals right now in the UK that actually have vape shops opened up inside of them uh, to help people get off the, the uh, normal tobacco products, the, the carb, whatever, fucking cigarettes all right so they got that um the biggest thing is they're going after this harder than they're going after alcohol saying teens are addicted to this teens are addicted to this it's deadly for teens but yet we have more teenagers that die yearly from drunk drinking and driving more teenagers dying from alcohol um, poisoning Alcohol has killed way more teenagers than this. And so flavor this is bad, but flavor alcohol is okay. You got whipped cream alcohol. Oh my God, that sounds good. Chocolate alcohol. Oh my God, even sounds better. My mouth's already starting to fucking water. Apple pie alcohol. What? Come on, man. Seriously, get real. You want to talk about flavors, and it's pretty easy as a teenager to get alcohol. I ain't going to lie. Did it back in my day. I walked in the no, store. You didn't. You're a good kid, Mark. Bullshit. I remember walking out of a store and looking like I had a 30 inch slung because I walked out with freaking alcohol in my pants. I mean, come on, man. Or, or you'd find that one, that one homeless person and be like, dude, here, I'll give you 10 bucks. If you go in there and buy me this, come back out and give it to me, I'll give you $10. That person's going to be like, okay. And they're going to buy that shit for you. So somebody asked, who even is the Surgeon General, right? Right. So Did you Google it? By Vivek Morthy. He is a Miami-raised 
uh, doctor, got a bachelor's from Harvard. He went to Yale. Um, he was really big into the uh, C-19 process. So that's the Surgeon General. I guess he came into uh, back in March of 21 is when he started being the current Surgeon 21st General. Surgeon General for... So we've gone through 21. How many terms do they serve? Does uh, it say? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Well, while you're looking that up, Johnny Walker says, who are on the alcohol uh, thing, they're saying they're making too much money on alcohol, on tax money on alcohol. I'm sure is why. That's exactly what it is. Uh, that's exactly what. Oh, coin magic. You know what that is. It's the coronavirus. Oh, which, by the way, I guess I had all week long. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, and my brother made perfectly good sense on that without getting you know too into it. I was sick. I had a nasty, a nasty freaking cold that whooped my ass. No cough, just the nose congested. The body felt like shit. Fever up and down. Even lost taste and smell for 24 hours. That was great. That sucked ass. Uh, but yeah, it was good times. I told you my son had it. Yeah, Kaylee, you did tell me your son had it. What about the lottery? Lottery's coming from our taxes, but they tax it too. Yeah, Kaylee, they tax the hell out of lottery, don't they? The vid 23, that isn't detectable yet. Oh, maybe, Steph. Is that a new one? Is that the new one? I haven't heard that. There's a vid 23 now? Hold on. God damn, why y'all going to make us research? Hold on. Well, Gary's looking up the surgeon general terms. I'm so this is at- pretty interesting. I don't think there's any particular length. Some of these guys were uh, three years, seven years, three years, three years, uh, eight years, 12 years, two years, three years, two years. I don't know. I don't know if they have any specific length of time that they are allowed Oh, it's four years. Sorry. The length, according to the web, uh, the term. Okay. So the state is four years nominated by the president. Right. Interesting. But why are some of them less and some of them more? I got to say, Steph, you just made me quite interested. And as I was Googling, I got a chuckle. I was like, oh my God, it friggin' exists. And then I was looking into it. There's actually a movie. There's an actual movie, Vid23. I won't say the full word because obviously the censorships that happen on media platforms, but there is a movie out there, number 23. Speaking of 23, what's today's date? Hey, we passed that date that everything bad was supposed to happen. Remember I shared those videos to you? I told you. Remember, I was just, it clicked, clicked in my head when she said Vid23 and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, 923, 923 right? yeah 923 like there was so many um so many videos <laughs> talking about the end of shit happening on the 23rd like all these 23 numbers were popping up remember that i, I shared a yeah. few of the videos I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm like dude i'm going yeah. down this rabbit hole and it's freaking crazy like you had these people that are claiming to be like major religious freaks or astrologists freaking whatever and all these numbers, all this bad stuff's going to happen on the 23. You had this guy that was pretending to be a time traveler on TikTok, and he's posted these videos saying big tidal waves, da-da-da, asteroid. I can tell you, 
What day was the uh, asteroid article that came out, though? Was that on the 23rd about the asteroid that's supposed to hit us in like 150 somewhat years? What day did that article happen? There's an article. Hold on. Yeah, there is an article. It's like, yeah, in about 150 years, it's supposed to hit us, and it's about the size of Texas. So it'll do some damage somewhere, but it won't like annihilate us, but it'll definitely do some damage. 2182, September 24th. Oh, so that that's that one. Hold on. There's let's go back. See if there's any more. Oh wait, no, this one asteroid Ben Benu has a one in twenty seven hundred chance of hitting Earth on September twenty fourth, twenty one eighty two. Twenty one eighty two. It'll be equivalent to about twenty four nukes. Nice. That'll do some damage. So it's funny. Uh, Coin Magic, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. I'm definitely gonna disagree with you on that, uh, Coin Magic, but as you knew I was gonna. Uh, Coin Magic posted people talk shit mostly on red side. Uh, whatever. Right. I, I, you know, Coin Magic, I like you as a person, and I, I'll gladly disagree with you on that factor, but we're not going to go political here. We try not to go political uh, on the podcast. We did that last week. Boy, did we do yeah. that last week. <laughs> hey, but you didn't get nannered. So I did whatever. not get nannered. Yeah, man, which is very shocking. I uh, think Yellowstone erupting would do more damage than the asteroid hitting. Yeah, that's probably the Yellowstone erupting would probably do a shit ton of damage, Johnny Walker. Side to side, we got to exactly, Steph. Agree, Steph. And, Steph, you know what's funny is we talked about that in last week's podcast. Like, and, and that's another reason if we want to talk about going back in the days, like the 90s, that's another reason why I missed the 90s. Because we didn't have this big divide back then. We didn't have this race card being played back then. We didn't have your political card being played back then. We had people that wanted to just live their lives. And they didn't care what the hell you did because you didn't poke around the bear. You didn't poke and mess with their family and mess with their family beliefs. You agreed, you disagreed, you went on your ways. When you still had drinks with your buddies on the weekends. and who You could still get along with someone even though you had different political affiliations. Exactly. Or different beliefs on anything, really. Yeah. And and no one really cared about color. No one did. This color shit that's coming up now is just a new thing that's popping up again. And I'm going to say this, and y'all heard this many times. But if we're gonna talk about color real quickly, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but remember this hatred starts within the household. It starts within the household. You are what you're taught. So keep that in mind. And that goes for the schools. That's why the schools are supposed to be separated from all a lot of this shit and only supposed to teach certain subjects because that's what the children need to learn. And they're educated on a lot of other stuff in their home. Just so remember that hatred's taught from the home. Math, science, history, trade, taught in school. You don't need to be learning about all this extra crap that they're teaching in school. Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Yep. That's what should be taught. Art, too, to a degree. Physical fitness, obviously. I'm a big fan of being physical. Oh, Pete, dude, physical ed was awesome in our days. You know, they don't do half the shit we did in physical ed. Dude, the the physical, everything, all of the standards of the tests have been dropping to include people because not being included makes 
It means you're weak. And uh, if you like, if you can't, if you're not smart enough to keep up, they just make everyone else dumber. Dude, you remember though? And if the ball game, dodgeball, oh, dodge come on, man, Dude. that built character they don't do that anymore. I, I think that not the way we did it. Not Bro. the way we did it, man. Dodgeball dodge in our day was badass, right? Dodgeball in our I day was badass. I actually just went out and recently bought one. <laughs> I have you? one. Yeah. <clears throat> or what about when we went out and played sports? When we played baseball and we played sports. If we lost, we just went home. Yeah, you lose. And if we won, that's when our coaches, right? And if we won, yeah. our coach like, hell yeah, team. Let's go and get some freaking ice cream. Let's go to Mickey D's. It's time to celebrate this victory. Yeah. And that's what made you tougher. Like you celebrate okay, your win. said that they still do play dodgeball. That's good. Nice. Wait. They gave a black oh, eye. gave to... someone a black eye. Nice. Well, why did you have to sit in the office? The what the hell did they have to sit in the office? Obviously was not good enough at dodging a ball. That's not your kid's fault. Right. Steph, social That's media has ridiculous. corrupted the nation. Social media has definitely done a lot of damage. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. Social media has done a lot of damage. Social media has also done a lot of good, but social media definitely has done a damper on a lot of things as well. Brings um, us back to the beginning, pros and cons of everything. Right, right? Exactly, right? I mean, if you look at where we're at right now, as far as we're... Look at where social media started. I remember when internet first came out, I was in high school. And we had Oregon Trail. That was like my favorite fucking game to play, trying to keep my friggin' little community people surviving without getting these weird viruses and dying on a friggin' trail somewhere. Um, but like, I remember the chat room being web-based. And of course, I remember getting a note from my teacher saying that I was going to the bathroom when I was really going to the computer room. And I was always talking. I can remember, I always talked to this one girl from Atlanta and we'd chat in this web base. And it was like this big, it was pretty cool. Cause I remember it's the first girls I ever got a number from. I lived out of state. Like, <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> like my mom's like, who are you talking to? I can't remember her name. I was like, such and such, whatever. She lives in Atlanta. My mom's like, how the fuck did you find her? I'm like chat room. But like, dude, like we had, when we first started chatting before AOL, it was a web based chat. Yeah. And then from there, we went to AOL from AOL, we went to what Caitlin says, Yahoo chat. Yahoo. Yeah. Yep. I Man, I miss Yahoo days, man. I miss the Yahoo days. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to inflation made McDonald's too dang expensive to take a team anywhere. That is true, Johnny Walker. That is true. Don't get me started on Yahoo chat. No oh, come detected on. on that one. Yeah. Right. After 8 p.m. though, right? Long distance calling was a no-no. That is very true. That is very true. It was cheaper to call. But then again, at that age, I didn't care about what the parents spent on the bills. So I still made that phone call. <laughs> My, how the tables have turned. Oh, yes. They have definitely turned. That is one. That, but listen, there's no more long distance, though, right? That's out of the window now. No one charges no, no, for long yeah, distance yeah. anymore. Yeah. You can call anywhere in the U.S., Canada, and freaking Mexico now from your cell phone without it costing you anything extra. And depending on the plan, if you have family overseas in Australia, Japan, uh, whatever, you can add that to your plan and you can still make calls over to there. Right? So, yeah, my have times have changed. You can yeah. now... that I mean, you can barely find freaking... Um, paid sell paid phones anymore pay phones anymore we Dude, have like two in one. our city but there's can, one like a mile from my house really 
Someone had to tell me about it because I like I I drove by it a bunch of times, but it's like in the cut. Now, have you gone there? Have you gone to check it out to see if you actually put money into it now or if it's free? No, I don't know if it has a dial tone, but I know it's there. All right. Oh, you got to go check it out. I know I do. You do. But I don't go to that gas station. You're going to have to go there as a special trip just to check it out. I'll take a picture. Fucking right, you should. Post that shit on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's go with a flat rate calling plan. Well, it's funny, Steph. I was talking the other day to somebody talking about call waiting and shit like that. Or like back when we had when we first were on the internet, and a lot of something the younger generation will be listening to is probably gonna be like, "What the hell are they talking about?" But we had dial-up service. You remember that? Like if you didn't have that special adapter for your internet, and you were on the internet when somebody called, your phone was busy. But if you had the special adapter, or if, if someone, someone in your house picked up the phone to call out, they right, got they disconnected that really loud, your internet. Yeah, <laughs> the internet noise. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like, get off! You slow down my internet." <laughs> Oh man. There was a device you could have? Yeah. So there was like a little dongle that you could get. And what it did was it would allow your phone calls to come through, but it would disconnect your internet. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> so if you were sitting there doing something, someone called in, you lost internet, but you still got your phone call. It already took 74 years to download a song. And then if someone cut you off when you're on that like 90%, I'd be so pissed. Right. LimeWire days. Oh man, LimeWire days were the shit, man. I had so much freaking music from them. Uh, so much right? software too. God, you were able to have so much cool software. Like, because you, you could afford that shit. All my old hip hop CDs from when I was like thirteen or something. Like, and I was like, damn, I like straight up remember downloading these like all the fucking albums off of LimeWire. Yeah, LimeWire, Napster, all that shit was Napster, badass. Yeah, yeah man. Like, I remember like not being able to afford software when I was playing around with stuff. And I'd be like, you know what? Screw this. And you go on Napster and you hope that you don't get a virus. So you go in there, you find a software. You're like, all right. And it comes with a software key. You're like, fucking right. There we go. I got some free shit now. <laughs> Napster man. was the shit, man. Napster and LimeWire was the shit back then. Or what, yeah. what's some, some of the other shit. Like someone asked me the other day, we were in chat, like you had Walkmans. I'm like, damn straight. I had a Walkman. I even had a disc man when I was freaking riding my bike. And the only thing I really sucked about the disc man is when you hit a bump and the fucking CD skipped on you. Like, ah, shit. Mini discs. Did you ever have a mini disc player? No, I didn't have a mini disc. I had just the disc man and the Walkman. So a mini disc was pretty dope because it was like a CD. Hold on. I have it somewhere here. Um, All right. You know what I have? Like, it's like it. a CD. You can record from tapes or whatever onto like a CD. It didn't skip like CD players. You could re-record over it and you could jump from song to song. So it was like, it was a pretty rad little interesting Interesting. device. You could re-record, you could delete and re-record and you could skip. Like I got one when I was skating back in the day. I was like 16 when I had that shit. See, it wasn't that, but you know what I remember having? Is the fucking Home Alone freaking recorder? Remember? VCR oh, tape. God, VCR tape. Screw that! It was always a bitch when the freaking VCR ate that up, and you had to try getting all that tape out of the machine, and especially if it was a fucking VHS from freaking Blockbuster, and you had to explain to him that your VCR ate it up. Got some more VHS over here. Yeah, man, you're old, dude. I'm I'm digitizing all this shit. <laughs> I. Yeah, I got the software to like take off all my old skate clips. Nice. And uh Thank you, Steph. and digitize them. 
man. Yeah, man. Life is freaking. Life has evolved. It definitely yeah, has. My evolved. VCR works. It's dusty, but it works. Can't believe you still have right VCR, here. dude. I found it like right before we moved up here. I found it and I watched all my videos and I was like, these are dope. And then I was cleaning up our my office here and then I uh, I like moved something and then like I had a bunch of shit stained like stacked on top of my VCR and I was like. I'm going to plug this bitch in. So I plugged it in and then I found, I went through an old box that I had and I found this tape or the CD. Oh shit. Where it's the, that's the software. So to digitize it and it comes with like the, uh, I don't know what it's called. That's a business RCA, in itself. You RCA know that, right? cables, the red, yellow and white cables that connects to the back of my VCR comes into my computer through a USB port and boom. Done. And right. Yeah, Steph. Yeah. We're never gonna go back. No, Steph. We're only gonna advance, which is scary. The further we advance, it's gonna get scary, and there's gonna be shit that eventually, when we're at a certain age, our kids are gonna be have to come over our house and show us how to do this shit because we ain't gonna know how to fucking do it. And we're gonna be like, ah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna get there at some point. But no. So man. everything is digital now, right? Everything's digital. I mean, so if you think about it, like photos. Does how many people that are listening print off? photos that they take with their phones we my wife and i do it and my wife and i shoot real photos we shoot with digital cameras and film cameras so we print them off pretty regularly we have photo albums like we have books physical books with photo albums i agree with Steph, how many people enough. do that shit now right nobody does phone. that dude. no let's keep it on the phone lose my phone i'm fucked but See, I keep it on my phone like everything is digital though like so my point is like when 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 you're gone or when I'm gone, like I'm gonna have a physical Album. library right. of photos of our timeline, my wife and I's timeline. So I would encourage everybody to print off a handful of photos every month. They're cheap enough nowadays, and I think it's pretty. Uh, I think it's worth it because there's no. There's no record. I guess the point I'm trying to make is like like these these old cassettes, right? Right. Like, that's going to be gone soon. Like these this isn't going to last very long. Like the the it's just it's not going to last forever, right? So you got to print that shit off and like what if you give up on Apple? What if you decide to switch teams and go to Well, then Google? you can what download it all from on? iCloud. You can download it off download of my it. and you can transfer to it over too. So your fucking hard drive, it's still not real. No, uh, but it lo it's I look at it this way. Tangible well, thing. When I croak, I want to be laughing, staring down. I'm going, ah, look at all the photos of my phone, fuckers. You're going to see how many selfies and screenshots. I take. Yeah, and that's fine, right? But right. I think it's also good to have, uh, like you have a really nice camera. So I think yeah. it's good to take photos with that and get them printed. Like I just, I'm a fan of even just going every now and again to get a 35 millimeter disposable from fucking Rite Aid. And just like, if you go on a family trip or if you're just getting a weekend together with the kids, like I feel like that's a, uh, everybody, not just Mark. I mean, everybody, if you have family members or if you have kids, I think there's, 
there's something different. Like there's, if you look at a photo, that's a 35 millimeter photo versus whatever you capture on your phone. Right. There's a different feel. Like there's a more of an organic feel. Um, of course you need pictures at funeral stuff, but that's why you take the, after the person croaks, you take their phone and print off all their phones at Walmart or go to Walgreens yeah, but, or whatever and plug it in. Again, and there's print, something print, different. Print, print. There's a different, there's a different vibe. There's a different feel. Like if you look at a 35 millimeter photo, an authentic 35 millimeter photo, medium format, whatever, just a film photograph versus whatever you capture on your phone, there's a very different feel captured in that image. I don't know. I yeah. like photography. You so do, pretty, you do. So yeah, I'm you'll be yeah. I would say you'll be more of a uh, what do you want to call it there? Uh, what are you more leaning towards? There's just something different. Like it's got a different feel. Like there's uh they look different. They feel more organic. All right, Steph's agreeing with you because that's true. Scrolling through the photo or holding the physical photo. But there's but just the look, the look of it is different. The look. I'm telling you, dude. Make fun of me all you want, but uh there's the anybody who's like shot or gotten film photos developed knows that there's a there's a more organic feel to it. The last time I ever got film developed I think the wife, well, we had some pictures printed from our phones and that was probably seven, six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And the last time we physically had like film done was fuck, 15, maybe 15 like, years Like seriously, ago. go to Rite Aid or Walgreens or whatever you're- Right, Scooby. Uh, whatever's in, <laughs> whatever you're, <laughs> wherever you can buy a disposable 35 millimeter camera. Uh, just go and get one of those. And Why do they even still Halloween. exist, though? Huh? Why do those even still exist, though? Who uses because them? Because they're anymore? amazing. Because film is making a comeback. <laughs> I don't think it is. It is. It 100% is. If film's making a comeback, I'll believe that when people work and make a comeback. People working? Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> And then film it. That's why you need to take film <laughs> photographs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, you guys need to plan a trip to the photo center. Oh, dear God. <sighs> Must be that organ here. What's going on, Luke? Welcome in. For everybody tuning in tonight, tonight's just a bullshit session. We're just talking about a bunch of random shit. Uh, I get, Amanda wants to let you know, little Gary, she gets you. The wife yeah. says, I get you, Gary. I yeah, need to give her your number too, so she can be sending you text messages during the podcast too. For the ones where she's like, I get you, Gary. She <laughs> Yeah, that um, doesn't happen. That's rare. Right. And it is rare. No one she likes a bitch about you. Yeah, that's all right. I bitch about me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we got a couple other things coming up here, folks. We got Halloween. Let's jump the subject real quick. Who's already got their house decorated? I'm guilty. We've already got all of, all of our Halloween stuff out in front, ready to rock and roll. Uh, who else has their Halloween stuff up? I'll be curious. Let us know in the comments below. Hell, let us know um, on our social medias as well who's ready for Halloween. I'm going to get a bunch of pictures and start posting randomly on social medias for Halloween. I get a, I'm going to get a couple posts set up for that too because I'm a big Halloween fan. I love scaring the shit out of children on Halloween. It's my favorite thing. Like I bring my kids out trick-or-treating and I try getting back at the house before all the kids finish trick-or-treating so I can hand out candy and scare the living shit out of them. You have all of them up? All of your decorations are up? All my Halloween decorations are up. I've got Which a, skeleton? I saw the yeah. skeleton, which was dope. Yeah, we got the 12-foot skeleton up. We got the, I think it's like a 10-foot witch. She's up. 
Uh, it's a massive cauldron. Yeah, massive cauldron up that you helped us get there because we had to order you, from the Home Depot. You the old guy on the chair on the porch. Yep, thing he's out on? there. Matter of fact, right. what I did with him uh, right now, he's got a radio inside of him. And, okay. and when I'm sitting down or if my ring camera goes off, says so someone at the front door, I'll start talking on this and start talking to the people. It's something I just did today. So I've got a two-way radio system set up inside of them. So if someone's walking by like with their dog, I can be like, oh, cute puppy. Or just make up random things like, around. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was just something I was like, oh, you know what? I got these two-way radios. I'm going to make some use out of them. So, so the witch is motion detect. The witch is motion. So every time someone walks by the witch, she'll say she's got three different types of random sayings she'll do. Uh, okay. And then the skeleton, he doesn't really do anything other than his eyes do move. His eyes will move okay. around and look around. Uh, then we got a ghoul that hangs on the tree that's got a sensor. When anybody walks by the ghoul, he'll he'll set off and do a little sound. Okay. Um, and then we got a little skeleton harmonica playing dude on our door. Uh, every year we you try to buy something. a fog machine or anything like I that? I do got a fog machine that I put out on Halloween. I won't put okay. it out before because I don't want to get destroyed by rain. So yeah, it'll get you. stolen too. Dude, I'm so afraid of my Halloween. You spend so much money on Halloween, <laughs> yeah, right? Dude. And then you, you get so afraid that someone's going to steal your shit. But my neighbors made a comment to me about it. They're like, Mark, everywhere on our neighborhood, we have cameras. They're like, you True. guys got your That's house cool. covered in cameras. Our houses are covered in cameras. So if anybody even did try to steal it, they're fucked. You'd know. Right? Yeah. You got cameras at the middle of the street, the end of the street. Like everybody's got cameras. So that person, every angle is covered. That's good. Uh, yeah. Honestly, that's really good. So, and, that, and that's another great thing about technology, right? And shout out to our men and women in uniform and law enforcement. Folks, if you have ring cameras or any type of video cameras or video and law enforcement comes to your house and says, hey, can we check your footage because there was a crime? Oh, I would no. hand it over to them at 100% because this is helping them catch criminals now better than ever. Like this is what's making life harder on criminals now that everybody does have cameras on their houses. And I love that. You can fact. literally just text or email that shit, right? Like whatever the clip is, you can literally just, you can. Oh yeah. Like with ring. Yeah. yeah. With ring, they now have it. They have a neighborhood app. So if you have the, uh, the ring camera system and say you saw somebody going through vehicles in your neighborhood, they try going through yours and your ring camera caught it. You can actually share it to that app. So other people in your neighborhood are going to get an alert saying, um, a possible break and entry uh, happen or attempted happen, and it'll show them people the footage. So everybody's now looking out, saying, "Okay, I need to make sure I lock my car." Um, yeah. You know, and then there's some people that get their cars broken into at certain events, and I have to just slap myself and say, "Why?" Like, um, for one, as you know, I carry, and it never leaves my side. And then you'll see someone sitting there saying, "Oh." My car got broken into and they stole my pew pew. Number one, why is it in your car unattended? Why? I mean, I get it at some points. So here's the thing, right? This is what kind of aggravates me a little bit. If, if you own a CCW, which is your concealed weapon license, you should be able to go, even at some of the places that say that you can't go into with a firearm or whatever, you should be able to if you have a CCW because you've gone through multiple background checks. You've had a law enforcement, FBI background check all done in order to give you this piece of paper. Uh, but a lot of states now have what they call constitutional carry where you don't need to get that. But if you have a CCW, it could be one that they just leave in the... Yeah, I agree. It could be one they just leave in the car, but why would you just leave a firearm in a car? That don't make sense to me. I, I don't know. I just... I, I, I couldn't. 
Because I'd be afraid if someone stole it and did something bad with it. And I feel like it'd be on me. Uh, why not the wife saying? Because I, I just don't feel like it'd be safe to leave one in the car. I don't know. G Gary's quite quiet on that. What about the shotguns uh, in the back of the pickups? Yeah, yeah. but see, th yeah, that was back in the day, though. Not too many people do that anymore. Almost nobody does yeah, that Yeah, almost now. nobody does that anymore, which is sad. And I remember those days, man. Because what if you hit a deer and you're seeing the suffering? You want to take the deer out and put out its misery, and then the, the meat's still good. The game warden gives you that deer meat. Food. Yeah, you just have yeah. to clear it with the game warden first. That's the only that's the only one advantage you get when you hit a deer. Is you possibly get the meat as long as the meat ain't destroyed. <laughs> God, I haven't had deer meat for a minute, man. Game I had deer sausage something. like a couple months ago. Did you? How, how yeah. did you think of it? It's a bomb. It is. Yeah. Right, it was right. processed at a local meat uh, butcher butcher house over here, butcher shop. Nice. So, yeah, Scooby, here we go. Butcher. butcher. Scooby, I got a question for you, Scooby. You're a truck driver, though. Unfortunately, you're unable to carry, right, as a truck driver, Scooby? They have a self-deferent pew-pew. I'm not sure what you're talking about there, pretty boy potato. Oh, you can carry now. Oh, that is phenomenal, Scooby. Well, all right, Scooby, so you say you can carry. But let me ask you this, Scooby. Now, that means you have to get a license in every state that you're going through, though, right? I would be curious on that because, like, for instance, New York and Chicago, the two places with the most toughest gun laws, most toughest pew-pew laws in the U.S. that also, by the way, may I add, have the most most pew-pew violence uh, ever. Coincidentally, um, of Coincidentally, course. yeah. But um, how you can't drive through those states with it, right? Or do you have to drive through with like inside of a case? And I know like if, like in New York, it has to be your your pew-pew and your amul and your magazine have to be separated. They cannot be together. And they have to both be locked up in the cases and separated within the vehicle when you're going through through it. New York gun laws it doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Oh, they've changed New York laws now. No shit. I'll to, oh wait, that's right. They did because they said it was unconstitutional, didn't they? Mark's pretty. Mark's apparently pretty uh, out of date on a lot of subjects here. Uh, apparently, man. Apparently, I guess I got to stop listening to the podcast at work and start listening to more news. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Right, I wouldn't I'm just go that saying, far. No, just maybe. maybe. <laughs> I listen to a lot of podcasts, man. I'm I'm highly addicted to Dave and Chuck the Freak Show. That is a hell of a show, man. If you ever is it comedy or what do they do? It's like a morning radio show. They're on five days a week. They're three or four hours long, dude. And they're fucking hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I love their show. That is Good true job, to Scooby. Scooby. Yep, that is yeah. that is true, Scooby. Um, no, they're absolutely Dave and Chuck the Freak is a hilarious freaking show, man. They're 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 radio based out of um oh, Detroit. I believe they're out of Detroit. But they're fucking hilarious. Um and then of course Joe Rogan. Love that fucking podcast. Um and then that friends one there with the freaking Chinese dude there. What the hell's their name? Um Oh, Bad Friends. Yes, Bad Friends. That fucking show is hilarious as hell too. Those guys are good, yeah. Yeah. Um, Bill Mayer. I started listening to a couple of Bill Mayer's uh, episodes. Kind of interesting. Uh, he's an interesting character for sure. But I like some you, of the you shit. You probably he has started to say. listening to him after he was on Rogan. I started listening to him once I found out uh, that he interviewed Vivek. Mm. And it was funny because when he was interviewing Vivek, he was lighting up and having a drink at the same time, and I got a kick out of it. 
Like this guy's That's interviewing a presidential candidate and he's over there freaking smoking them. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I got a kick out of that one. I was like, all right, I got to listen to a couple more Bill Mayers and see what's going on there. Interesting. But no, man, it's times have changed. Times have changed. And some are for the good, some are for the bad, and some are scary for where they could evolve. As far as the AI stuff goes, man, I'm interested in seeing where the world of AI is going to take us, but at the same time, I'm scared. Yeah, same. Um, but I think that's really all I have for today. It's not much, but for anybody who is tuning in, uh, this show, no, it ain't sponsored. But uh, if anybody wants to see <laughs> something that's created by AI, keep an eye out. Um, definitely, here, here we go. Before, I'll do a shameless plug right now. Um, Midlife crisis, everybody. I'm starting up a secondary business and it's going to be fun. And I'm using AI to help me with it. Yes, uh, I, I talked about this before. I was talking about t-shirts and stuff like that. I have stopped doing that. Why? Because everybody's doing drop shipping, right? And I wanted to do something handmade and be something more personal, something I can do right here on TikTok and stuff like that. Um, so what I have done is I've stopped doing the drop shipping and I am actually going to start making candles. Yeah, I'm going to start making candles. And to be honest with you, they look kind of fun. I ain't going to lie. It actually does look fun. And you're playing with like scents and shit like that. So maybe I'm a nerd for saying it, but it looks like fun. So I decided to start up this and I'm using the power of AI. Artificial intelligence helped me come up with something. I wanted something that was funny, but relatable to me. So I told the artificial intelligence my age my sex, and how I wanted the business concept to be as far as like funny and eye-catching. It gave me a large variety of names. One that popped out to me and made me laugh was Midlife Wax Crisis. It just made me chuckle because of my age. I'm 43. So when I heard midlife, I just started chuckling because there's no way that I'm going to afford no Lamborghini. I can't buy one. Ain't no way I'm getting a motorcycle. My wife will freaking get rid of that motorcycle as quick as I got it. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, a I'm a klutz. I'm a klutz. I don't blame her. So, we got, we, so, you know, and to be honest with you, the candle thing's fun. And the cool thing is I can introduce that type of business to my younger children and teach them. It'll be frustrating, but I teach them how to do it. And I'm sure they'll have fun helping to make the candies, uh, the candles. Um, so... We've started it up. If y'all haven't already, the link is, should be in my bio. Go ahead and look it up, midlifewaxcrisis.com. Uh, sign up with an email for once we do launch. I'm thinking we'll, we'll be launching in November. It's going to be about a month to get going uh, as I test out a lot of different stuff. But I want to get the kids involved. We'll be live on TikTok. And it's all created by AI. The name and the scent names. It's all going to be fun stuff. Like, uh, for You'll instance, be physically making the candles. Yes, I'll be physically making the candles. Um, I'll actually be doing live on TikTok which will be pretty cool, I think. Uh, so everybody on be able to see how the process is done on TikTok. Uh, Pretty Boy Potato, I'm not sure of how many cents yet. I'll probably start off with three to four um, and then build on from there once we start taking the money that we make from it and reinvest in. Uh, but to kind of give you all some ideas of some of the scent names that we plan on using, um, just to kind of give you an idea of where we're going. So obviously the name of the company, keep in mind, it's midlifewaxcrisis.com. Uh, I may have to make a YouTube channel, Steph. I may have to. Um, and one of the one of the uh, one of the names of the scents is Lost Sleep Lavender because who needs rest with five kids? 
And remember, I told you how it was tied around my life and other parents and stuff like that. Or, uh, this is French. Oh, doy. I stepped on a Lego. A delightful blend of pain and nostalgia. Blueberry bribery. Perfect for when you need the kids to do, well, anything. And I'll give you one more. Not another diaper daisy. Fresh floral and thankfully not what it sounds like. Um, so that's just a little hint. I've got like a list of 50 different variations to use, but I kind of want to give you all an idea where it's going. Um, but this is all thanks. And since we're on the conversation of AI, I had to kind of give that a shameless plug in. Um, but Gary as well has been doing stuff with AI. Haven't yeah, you? Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that on the next, on the next, on the next uh, one. You plug. don't want to talk, plug that right plug. now. You don't want to plug that now. No, no, we're good. We're good. This is why I love my brother, but I want to slap him. You see, folks, because my brother and I are two different types of people. He 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 overthinks it sometimes where I'm like, bitch, where's the diving board? We're jumping in and going for it. <laughs> yeah, I've I've jumped too many times without looking. That's, um, I've I've learned. Right. Pretty boy potato, you have to ch- listen to the podcast from the beginning. We just did a whole segment on artificial intelligence uh, where we have that question that you answered right there. Do we think the AI is moving too fast? Um, that is all right there at the beginning of the podcast, my man. Uh, so In may- short, yes and no. Right, yes. It's a, it's a <laughs> seesaw over there. It's a yes and a no answer on the as far as artificial intelligence goes. Uh, wow, we got 15 people listening, watching right now on the other social medias. Holy crap. I, I, you know what's messed up is I know we're live on Kick right now, and I don't have the Kick app opened up, so I can't see who may or may not be watching us on Kick.com. <laughs> I'm a dumbass. Well, it's because listen, dude. So I use this software. I use EVMux to do our broadcasting from, and it has Kick on there. So I figured if Kick is already on there, then. The chat should be working over here, but let me just go over here and check it out real quick. Let me see what's going on because yeah, we are lot. We are getting a huge kick right now on all the other social media. You see that? Yep, it's pretty freaking cool. Uh, listen, folks, I'm amazed that we're getting a lot more people tuning into us and all the other stuff. If you can say hi to me in the chat, that'd be great, just so I can see where you're from and where you're watching us from. All right, so on kick, there's only one person. Oh, it's seven people on yeah. Facebook and one on Twitch. Hey, what's going on over there on Twitch and Facebook? Wow. Amazing. All right. Cool shit. Gary, artificial intelligence. You, 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 you interested in seeing where it takes us? I am. I'm excited about it. I'm terrified about it. Um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to change a lot of things. All right. And it'll be interesting to see how. Uh, Steph, yes, a lot, lots of multiple streams. I'm trying to do a lot of streaming. Um, I, I wish we could actually be doing this podcast on TikTok the way we're doing on all the other social media platforms. Uh, because let me show you, actually, let me flip the screen here. Let me show uh, for everybody's watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and so forth. I'm about ready to flip my screen over. I'll show everybody we're live on TikTok, but we're live on TikTok using an iPad that's tied into my audio system. But let me show everybody on TikTok what everybody else is seeing on the other platforms here. Let me turn my camera around over here and I can kind of show you all. So here's our studio right here. I am. This is my green screen. Oh, and there goes the radio. This is my green screen here. Uh, and then there's Gary over here. So you can see that we actually, the green screens actually work when we're live on all the other social platforms. Um, 
So yeah, this is what it's kind of fun. It it is. So for y'all to see this on on another level, um, I'd like to bring this type of, that type of streaming here on TikTok to y'all. I have yet to figure it out. So if anybody out there is listening and you possibly know how I can sit there and uh, possibly stream this, I don't have, you don't get stream keys anymore. You have to use a TikTok uh, platform. Before I used to have a stream key to make it tip for us. But when we don't have a stream key anymore, um, you have to use TikTok software in order to stream um, on TikTok. So if anybody out there knows how I can clone this image from what Gary and I are currently in, so I can stream this way to TikTok, I would love that. Because I'd love for TikTok people to get a full experience of the podcast. Um, Pretty Boy Potato says, you think people can spy more easy? Uh, I'm not sure what you're asking for on that one. Yes and no. I mean, I think, I, I think there's more potential for it, but you still have to have a technical know-how. That is true. I mean, hackers get I mean, smarter you can make a, a, You can get a little pie, a pie, you know, those little pie motherboards yeah. or whatever, and you can program that bitch to do literally anything. So it's like, if you're computer savvy, if you know how to do anything, you can do anything. That's, it is right. what it is. I mean, I got a pie actually. No, it's not a blueberry pie, neither. I've actually, it's a little pie system. I've got a, um, this is a solo Bitcoin miner here. For those everybody seeing a social media. Oh, is that list. all that is? Yeah, this That's is a solo pie. Uh, yeah, it's right on a little solo pie. Um, wow. A uh, little pie stick here. And it just constantly runs and does mining. And it's a solo block, uh, solo block miner. What a trip. You just plug it in and let it run. Just got a little fan there. And this, for everybody else that's trying to look over on the other social media platforms, this is a solo, this is made by, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the company right now. Useless. Look up B- Bitcoin miner, uh, solo miner, whatever. It's it's pretty cool. It's kind of fun to watch. Um, and it's like playing the lottery ticket, right? It's like going to a store and buying a lottery ticket and you hope that you hit it big, but your chances of hitting it big are slim to none. Probably have better chance of being struck by lightning, just like... Uh, Buying a lottery ticket. Still buy him. Still buy him. Of course, man. Fucking right. Still gonna. <laughs> right. I mean, you can't win unless you play, right? Right. Got to so, be in it to win it, baby. So and it's uh, what two dollars to buy. Matter of fact, did anybody win the last drawing no. or is now? So no. what is it up to now? Like nine hundred thousand? I don't know. Seven. Seven. Holy fuck! Could you imagine, man? I mean, imagine the people that won billions already. Like that is crazy. Oh, let's see. Let's see here. Uh, 785. 785,000 fucking dollars. Million. Oh, 785 million. Regardless. Yeah. Fuck me. Dude, I would have a hell of a studio. I would have a hell of a studio. I'd buy a house and make sure that I had a room that I could build a studio where I can bring guests into my house and be like, come sit down in my chair and talk to me, bitch. Oh, man, it'd be great. <laughs> it'd have a different feel, right? It would have a huge different feel. Oh, man, it'd be phenomenal. It's kind of like the difference between a film photo and a uh, digital photo. Yeah, what you're fucking yeah, talking about. a little about. bit better, right? You're just, just talking. Some, you're better. talking nonsense, Gary. I think we're going to have to check you in somewhere. <laughs> you might have to go see those people in the white coats. Ah, not again. They <laughs> not won't let again. me in there again. <laughs> oh, man. On this note, though, ladies and gentlemen... I do want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, we really did not have a subject, but it, it seemed like it turned out to be a great podcast. Um, 
would have been great. We pay off the house we already bought in the cars. That is true. That is that. That's fine. We could pay off this house. I can add a third floor. <laughs> I can add a third floor. Or I'll tear down the garage and have them build the garage up and add a freaking whole new unit on the garage. And it'll be a two-story garage with a freaking studio in the garage. There you go. That's even a better dream. All right. Fucking right. You're right. We will pay off the house and we will just build onto the garage and have a hell of a studio in the garage and I have a kitchen and a fucking, oh man, and have a bathroom. Dreaming big over here. Dreaming big. A bathroom. We'll have a bathroom and running water and electricity. Right, and have everything, man. (laughs) And it'll be epic. We'll make garages great again. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Man caves. Yes. Real estate and automobile prices, we stuck. Yeah, they're they're horrible right now, aren't they, Steph? They are horrible right now. Freaking automobile prices and housing prices are fucking crazy right now. You want a good house right now in Maine, you're looking at anywhere between 400000 and up. And I'm sure it's even worse when you get to like the southern states. So, uh, yeah, pretty boy potato. Uh, we could talk about that currency once I learn a little bit more about it. I, I've been looking into it. Um, but I think the BRICS system's already in effect. I'm not sure if BRICS is... Uh, it's not going to overturn the dollar. Uh, you don't think it's going to overturn the dollar? Not, not, no. And if it does, it's not going to be anytime soon. Not that anything that we have to worry about. I mean, I don't think it'll do anything right now because you imagine if BRICS did do anything to our dollar and fucked it up before election. Oh, man, it would be horrible for that side. <laughs> The election we, will probably be altered for something different. But that is true. Wages. That's another show for another show. <laughs> right? Wages and rates just aren't working, and I don't see it changing in the future. No, Steph. Well, it's funny, right? Every time they that you get everybody gets pay raises. Anytime someone gets pay raises and stuff like that, prices on everything else goes up because they get a calculated the cost to cover that pay raise. It's just it's the way the cookie crumbles, and it sucks. And it just sucks. That's why when everybody cries for $50 an hour and you're like, no, no. Imagine if people start getting paid 50 bucks a fucking hour, you're going to be paying 10 bucks a gallon of milk. Oh my God, that would suck. Can you imagine milk was 10 bucks? <laughs> you're so quiet. Another podcast one. for another time. Another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're not all going right. political on this one. all right we're not going political we're out of here for right now for everybody <laughs> tuning in i appreciate y'all tuning in make sure you tune in every sunday night at 9 30 p.m eastern standard time we're live right here i don't know what next week's podcast is going to be about but i'll let y'all know by monday i will have a topic for y'all on monday i will find out something fun we're coming up to halloween so maybe we're gonna have to revisit some spooky shit maybe a, maybe a good murder case Maybe a good murder case. Anybody got a good murder they want us to look into? Let us know. Hit me up on air at themarkgshow.com, and I will catch you all a little bit later. You've been listening to The Mark G Show. You may know them from their political commentary, but there's a lot more to the fellas than politics. And that's why we created this show. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But until then, make sure to reach out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, at The Mark G Show.
And to email the show, it's on air at themarkgshow.com. Take care, and we'll see you next time on The Mark G Show.